Welcome to Chamber Chats, brought to you by the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce. I'm Amy Kiner. And I'm Stephen Smoke. We are co-hosts of Chamber Chats. New episodes of Chamber Chats go live the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, listeners. We are back with KC Chamber Chats, and we have the lovely and awesome, super cool Yolanda Johnson here with us with Integrated Roots International. Welcome, Yolanda. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So, Yolanda, tell us about Integrated Roots International. What is it? What do you do? How'd you get started? Yeah. So, Integrated Roots International is a um, cosmetology-based, or what I've coined the phrase as beauty wellness, education, coaching, and consulting firm. So, what that means is we partner with companies, with nonprofits, and with government agencies to create unique one-of-a-kind learning experiences for communities. Can you give us some examples of those, though? Because you've told me, I I have all the scoop, I think, but I really want our listeners to hear you know, what what some of the things you're doing. Sure. So our services include private hair grooming and styling services. Um, We also do individual and family coaching. Um, We work with uh, companies to create program design. um, And that means that we go in and we kind of customize a training or a workshop for an agency who's in need. um, And with topics such as hair care or public health or even DEI. Um, Okay, so can I stop you right there? Absolutely. So does that mean, like an example, like you might go into maybe a homeless shelter and help with something like that? Sure. So um, we have customers from all over. We recently partnered with an agency out of California who was a recovery hospital, and they needed help with their transitional residences. And they were having difficulties with, you know, matted hair and things like that that and so we were able to actually do some education for the staff to then spread across the board to teach the patients that's an example oh super cool yeah very interesting do you have a physical location here in the area i mean do you have an like an office that you're based out of or do you i work at the chamber no (laughs) they have space there i want to go work there (laughs) so um we are south carolina based yes we are headquartered here in kershaw county um but most of our services are virtual yeah and then obviously customized services can be done in person um and so we Go to yeah. the need. Well, that's what it sounded community. like. I just didn't know if there was a you know storefront somewhere that I mean you know yeah folks yeah. could go. Oh, there she is. But right. but they get on their computer and go. Oh, there's Yolanda. Yeah. Definitely part of future <laughs> planning. Um, but for now, we're yeah. we're meeting agencies where they're at. Neat. Yeah. Well, and tell us. So you mentioned California. <laughs> I mean, where where else where. Uh, are some of your other clients sure well we've had um this kind of goes to my background Mm -hmm. i've been doing uh, 
stylist services and natural hair care are for. This is actually a big year for me. It's 25 years oh. as a natural hairstylist. Yes. Congratulations. So 25th year as a braider. Super excited. Um, and it just, it means a lot to me personally because my journey started out as a big question mark. I tell people, yeah, I didn't know a whole lot about, you know, hair, styling. Um, it's funny because the new Barbie movie came out. I was not a Barbie kid. You know, everybody's into it. And I was like, that was just not me. Um, <laughs> but it came about through self-discovery. So it was more so about understanding me and who I was and how I worked. Um, and so getting to know my hair, I got to know myself a little bit better. And that kind of piggybacked into something that was able to spread across communities. And so doing that... Um, and then the past several years, I've worked with over 600 youth and their families. Um, and then in recent years, since launching here in Kershaw County, over 2,000 youth wow. um, in Kershaw County School District. Yeah, it's amazing how you can spread those seeds just by, you know, showing up and presenting something that you really believe in and that you're passionate about. Um, but that said, we've worked with agencies, individuals um, across the country. So we have had programs in North Carolina, Florida, Colorado, California. I think I just said that. (laughs) Um, DC. Amazing. And so how are these folks finding out about you? Yeah. Most of them have been, if they don't know me personally and are recommending me to, you know, by word of mouth, um, social media. Following our work on social media, we are on Instagram, we are on Facebook, and we are also on LinkedIn. So we try to keep those things, those platforms updated with our activities so that not only so that people know kind of the work that we're doing because it is important, but also they know they can kind of visualize how that might fit in their communities and reach out. So, Well, and so do they search on each of those, those platforms, Integrated Roots International, or do you have another another reference sure no it's integrated roots international across the board awesome Um, mm -hmm. awesome and i want to go back to your comment about youth uh, that you've worked with in kershaw county so uh, again just for a better understanding of what it is you're doing are you working with them trying to teach them how to do their own hair or um i've heard a little bit about foster families can you go into a little bit of detail about that sure so um originally this curriculum or this education um, came about because of my experience as a natural hairstylist i was working privately with families go to their homes um and do work and you know that's how i created um you know, my following. Mm -hmm. And one, I met a family who was an adoptive family and um, they had multiple kiddos and they all had different needs. Um, But I, you know, I was obviously there for one need. Um, And just in experiencing them and having a conversation with them and kind of opening up to them about what I did and, you know, how I got into doing it, um, I learned that there was just a tremendous need and among the adoption and foster care community. And so that was kind of like a light bulb went out, went off. And then, you know, by the end of that consultation, um, there were three more families literally not called but in the in the room in the building (laughs) because they couldn't believe there was somebody that was going around 
the community and providing this type of education and was like willing to talk and have conversations about it and take their time and you know show them you know piece by piece and so that is where I first learned of the need mm-hmm. and from there realized that you know there were a lot of questions that every family that I met needed mm-hmm. and, and so I, I started um, looking into expanding that so that we could reach families across the board because I recognize it wasn't just one or two families yeah. that needed that type of support. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and you're in such a unique niche. I mean, uh, are there, yeah, do you know of other people who do what you do? Sure. Well, you know, we are living in the technology age, right? Mm-hmm. So we have YouTube and we have, you know, all of our digital mm-hmm. platform, platforms, Instagram. I know myself, I get caught up watching videos. Um, and, you know, with that, you kind of get what you get, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a whole lot of explanation. There's not a whole lot of gauging, you know, people's learning levels and what their knowledge base is coming to the table. And mm-hmm. so it's still D. IY is still somewhat of a guessing game at that point, sure. right? It's it's so um, I know that there are a lot of salons that are now catching on to the Ooh, need. Copy in Yolanda. No, 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 no. <laughs> they are. They no. are. They have seen integrated <laughs> roots internationally. I want to do what she does. Right. Oh, no, right. absolutely not. No, I mean a lot of people are getting wind of you know. There's more to it than just um, styling, mm-hmm. and and that is for the better good of of the clients as well, right? Protecting the integrity of the hair um, and scalp and just keeping families healthy. It's more of a holistic approach. It is, it is. And I think one thing that um, COVID taught us was that we have to be more um, open to our services and what we're doing. And we can't just be in one lane with when it comes to beauty and styling uh, we have to be able to help people across the board we have to be able to be accessible we need to be all kinds of things and so I think that that kind of opened up that market for us and a lot you'll see that a lot more in the professional um, field is people opening up to people with education um, and things like that well and it's interesting that you say that because I hadn't really thought about my time at my um my hairstylist, but it is a little bit of therapy. Mm. Do you do you have therapy at your hair? Doesn't you can look and see it doesn't <laughs> take that long. It, it would be the quickest therapy session ever. <laughs> it, would, it would not not last long. Now, a little bit a little different experience for men, but right, but, right. I mean, hey, if you look back in in history and society. I mean, the barbershop has that's right. has always been a place of uh, you know where ideas community, are exchanged and community and and mm-hmm. I think and that goes across you know all kind of cultural you know ethnic exactly. lines. I mean, it, it, it's always been that way to a certain extent. Sure, it's communal sure. gathering. That's part of all of our cultures. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you, with the growing trend of natural hair, natural textured hair. Um, there's a lot of education behind it. it there just is, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so um, that is giving any professional beauty entity that either whether you're doing retail or whether you're providing hands-on services, um, the kind of opening or the gateway to create that educational experience or incorporate that into their sales because it, there's a need for it. People need to, to understand how these things work a little bit better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and and um, 
you know, it's expensive sometimes to get those services done. So it's kind of nice if you can learn some things on your own too. Absolutely. Again, going back to COVID, I think a lot of people were caught off guard in in many ways. Um, But I can't tell you the number of reach outs that I got from people who were just like, you know, we don't know what to do and we can't go anywhere now. (laughs) Right. Our our, our salon is closed. Sure. And, yeah. and to not have had any kind of heads up on the type of education that would be needed and yeah. just to be kind of thrown in the fly, it was, mm-hmm. there was a lot of, um, I, I would say it was a little traumatizing for, for people. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I sure. think DIY went to a whole nother level, uh, because of COVID. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and when people were stuck and, you know, places were closed or, or not as accessible. And I, there, I think more and more people were on their phones or on their computers going, oh, I that's how you do that. Oh, right. Okay. I can probably do that. Maybe figure it that. out or get close. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. And then even when things started opening back up, there was a lot of, um, a lot of limitations or that the, it looked different and things were structured different. So you had to, you know, do your set up appointments. You couldn't do walk-ins as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was way that we had to phase back into things and, and supplies were limited one materials. Yeah. materials. Yeah. yeah. So people found themselves in a pickle and, you know, feeling good was a big part of healing for our global community. And so the more that we were able to offer with education and do it yourself again, safely, mm-hmm. um, the better for people. Absolutely. Well, I want to shift gears just a little bit sure. because you're an owner of a of a small business, uh, you know, an organization. So, uh, you know, what is what is that like from your perspective? What you know, what are the the great things about it, and what are the things that maybe are are challenging, and and how do you work through those? Sure. So, as a business owner, small business owner, um, I in one word. I would I would say to kind of capsulize all of it is is it's an adventure. <laughs> nice, I like it. <laughs> well, that's good because that has positive and possibly exactly. negative. Exactly, it's right. an adventure. So. Um, but I will say this, and and I will explain a little bit further. But nobody does it alone, mm. and so truly I truly alone. I've had mm-hmm. to learn. Um, a lot about myself, <laughs> about asking for help. Um, and so, you know, as a solopreneur, uh, there's a lot involved, obviously, in structuring a business and, um, and whatnot. But, you know, you have to be diligent, you have to be committed, you know, all the kind of across the board. Um, organization doesn't hurt. Um, <laughs> yeah. You have to have a healthy relationship with money. That's mm-hmm. one that I think is underlooked a lot in the beginning because most people focus on the good idea. Um, and in order to sustain, you do have to have a good relationship with money. And for people like me who don't have, um, you know, I didn't, study business when I went to college or anything like that you know I had to purpose myself to learn those things if I wanted to have a successful business and I think that that's the reason that we're still doing so well is because you know we set it up with the foundation um well there are a lot of good ideas out there that aren't successful ideas sure right because they can't sustain it yeah 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 but culturally I think that we're seeing a lot of people um who are just wanting to turn those hobbies or wanting to turn those um, side gigs into businesses because life has changed and the overall structuring they need to they need to shift gears Um, and and you just when you dive into it you learn that there's a whole lot involved and some people just aren't really sure going into it that that's what 
what it's all about. So you learn a lot about yourself and about, you know, a patience is probably the biggest thing mm. that I have um, had to learn and that I've truly been stretching myself with. And, and so I do feel like I'm, I'm getting much more comfortable with the uncomfortable mm. and still being able to uh, <laughs> function as a business owner. Um, but it is definitely, there is a learning curve. Yeah, well, and I want to kind of go back to what you said in the beginning there was um, you can't do it alone, and you certainly shouldn't. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm going to plug the chamber here for a moment, <laughs> but yeah, sure. uh, since it's my podcast. That's no, right. Just kidding. Um, it, it's our podcast, our community's <laughs> podcast. But anyway, we we offer some help you know if you have a question about something we might not be able to answer it but we can direct you to somebody who who can and so I think it's so important that you don't try to do it on your own because it can be so overwhelming and and just just yeah well I've yet to see I've yet to see a successful person uh, in any real arena who didn't surround themselves with with other successful people that they either worked with them for them, you know, or independent contractors, you know, consultants that gave them advice, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So you, you know, not only, you know, can you do, or do you need to utilize other people, but you know, it's important to make sure it's the, the, they're the right people. That's right. That's right. Sure. Definitely plugging into the right, um, the right, networks is is important and actually i had a plug for the chamber as well so i I will i didn't have to do my own plug it's Mm. fine it's fine because (laughs) i wanted to speak specifically to the beauty community yeah um in kershaw county and and you know in general but you know to all my stylists to my barbers you know anybody that's running a beauty-based business it's it's important for we, we go by a lot of word of mouth um, to keep our businesses running. And, you know, my business is unique to the industry, but it is still part of this major industry. Um, and we all pretty much are in the trenches day in and day out. And it doesn't leave a lot of room for things like marketing and advertising. So when, if you do not belong to a chamber <laughs> in your community, <laughs> please go find one or any business network. You know, they're all, there's so many amazing business networks that um, can be found both online and in, and siloed in, in different communities, but a chamber, um, membership can can do so much i use myself as an example um so we launched in 2020 but we did our ribbon cutting in 2021 and so since that ribbon cutting um our business was able to um within one year of launching actually we quadrupled our revenue in that first year um we were also able to increase our public visibility by 63 percent Awesome. Um, and lastly, this is my favorite. Um, <laughs> I love my clients, but our clientele is up at 40%. Nice. And, you know, that is not a guarantee. I'm not saying if you join a chamber, your business is going to blow up. But the hope is, is that you take advantage of all of the resources that that particular network has to offer. And you do see growth. You see partnership and you see growth. Well, and I have to say, Yolanda is a fabulous partner um, for, for for many reasons, but for full disclosure, she is a board member. Ah, okay. So, um, but 
Before she became a board member, she joined, became very active, attended tons of ribbon cuttings and business after hours and, you know, whatever it was that we were having. Of course, she continues to do that. But, you know, she really was um, advocating for her business. You you did the hard work. We just gave you some opportunities to make it happen. Right. So which was your, you gave me the opportunity, which most people, once they know me, they're like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We I opened up that door. That. She went running through it because that's she what I do. <laughs> she does, but it's great. Great. I mean, those are the kind of members we want because you take full advantage of your membership. And, sure. and that's going to give you a return, as you've obviously seen. You see a return. And even in, in my niche area, I've seen a return. Mm-hmm. So for those of us that are running salons and, and shops and just, again, out there in the trenches, because that, I mean, it's a glorified, it's a glorified industry. But, you know, we sacrifice a lot for it. Um, it is definitely worth it. Absolutely. Well, um, Patty has started giving us the signal. So anything else you want to share with our our, uh, listeners about Integrated Roots, Um, uh, you know, besides following you on social? Is there any other way they can connect with you? What what are your final thoughts for our listeners? Sure. Well, finally, if there is anything that was mentioned today that even if it just leaves a question mark in your mind, about a program or a curriculum that is related to um, personal health, public health, and, you know, across the board, feel free to reach out to me. Um, You can follow us on social media. We also have our website, www.integratedrootsinternational.com. Um, And then for anybody who just would like to consult about services, I want to offer my personal information. Um, And so feel free to reach me directly at my um, cell phone number. I'm giving it out proudly here. (laughs) Uh, So it's 303-435-8436. And I'm happy to do a one-to-one consultation, 30 to 60 minutes. Um, Just no commitment, complimentary, just kind of getting to know you and what the need might be um, to see if there is room and space for some just amazing education in your community. So please feel free to reach out. Well, thank you so much, Yolanda, for sharing with us a little bit more about your business. Thank you for what you do for all your clients. It's super cool. And um, thank you for taking the time to be with us. It was fun talking to you. Yes, thank you guys for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of Chamber Chats. This podcast is a production of the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce in partnership with radio stations Cool 102.7 and Carolina Country Classics 98.7 and is produced by Patty Rose. Episodes are released the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Remember to tell others about us and give us some feedback back by rating us on your podcast app or by sending an email to director at kershawcountychamber.org. We'd love your feedback. And until next time, shop Shop Kershaw Kershaw County. County.